Welcome to the Vertical Church Podcast. Now, here's Pastor Josh Butcher with today's message. Uh, today's going to be a little bit different. I've asked uh, Pastor Hope just to join me throughout the duration of the message. Um, because, because it's one thing to talk about the Word of God. It's one thing to talk about actions that we take as believers, uh, actions that we do to ensure that the church is alive. Uh, that's the series we've been in. Uh, we've talked about being devoted to the mission. Uh, we've talked about uh, being people who live as exiles, uh, testimony, witnessing to another world, not this one, but uh, showing people that there is another life possible. Last week, we talked about making the boat better, that, um, that every boat that we are on, if you're a follower of Jesus, we ought to make the boat better, and that's how the church is alive. And today, what I want to do, uh, if we haven't had a chance to meet, by the way, my name is Josh. I'm one of the pastors here at uh, Vertical Church, the lead teaching pastor, to be specific. Um, I, want to, I want to close out this series, The Church is Alive, by talking about this. The church is alive when God's people pray first. When God's people pray first. And, and instead of talking a lot about prayer, what I thought I would do this morning is I would spend about 10 minutes talking about prayer and then spend the next 20 or 25 minutes leading you into prayer, showing you how it's done, actually spending time as a church praying before God. And so we're going to look at one of the, uh, the, the methods in our prayer guide that's available uh, online. There's a few copies available, I believe, at the VIP uh, area in the lobby. If you're, uh, if you're an internet-averse person, you can pick up a copy there. But it's just good to have um, a guide and a plan uh, when we when we spend time in prayer. So um, uh, Pastor Hope's going to stay, she's going to play, and then we're going to jump back into prayer. I just want to say a few things first. Um, what would your life look like if it was built on prayer? If prayer was at the foundation of who you are, what would it look like? But here's the thing that I know as a pastor, getting to spend time talking to people, trying to help people grow in their relationship with Jesus, is that prayer does not come natural. For most of us, myself included, prayer is oftentimes not normal. It's like, I don't know what to do. You know, I talk to people all the time. They're like, Pastor, I don't know what to do when I pray. You know, I, I get down, I try to maybe get on my knees, or maybe I'm driving in the car, but it's like I spend 30 seconds praying and then I don't know what else to say. Like, like everything's done. Everything, like I've expressed all of my needs. What else do I say in prayer? Well, that's why we have the prayer guide. Uh, that's why we make that available. That's just going to stay on our website uh, for you to use each and every day to take one of those methods and just, hey, I'm going to spend a minute on each of these and I'm going to spend six or seven minutes just in prayer before God as I start my day because I believe the church is alive when God's people pray first. When we pray first. And so rather than talking a lot about it, I just thought, let's do it this morning. So like I said, I want to, I want to give you um, a few kind of uh, notes about prayer and then we're going to spend some time praying. If this is the, your first time here at Vertical Church, we're super excited that you're here today with us. Matter of fact, we're going to ask you in a second to fill out the connection card. It's the little card in the cup holder beside of you. You fill out as much information as you feel comfortable. Drop that off on your way out today at the VIP area. We've got a gift for you, just our way of saying thank you for joining us today. But um, you, this is a special day for you because you get a sneak peek 
at, at what at something that is at the DNA level of what it means to be a follower of Jesus. This is at the core of who we are as Christians. Prayer is our fundamental action of, of, of relationship with God. And so it's a, it's a fundamental of our life. You are under no obligation to participate, but you're welcome to participate. Because here's the really cool thing. You don't have to be a believer in Jesus to pray. And I know you're thinking, well, that's heretical. What do you mean? Hey, how did you get saved? Yeah. <laughs> right? Like you got to, in order to connect with God, you got to pray. And so you don't have to have a relationship with Jesus to participate with us this morning. If you want to participate and you're like, well, I'm kind of checking this thing out. Let me give this a shot. Let me try. I'll follow along. I'll say a few words. That's cool, man. Uh, just, just, just participate. That's awesome. We'd love for you too. First Thessalonians chapter five, Paul is writing to the church there. And he says this in verses 16 through 18. He says, rejoice always. Pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. I talk to a lot of people, especially people in their, in their 20s or early 30s, and they're, they're like, I don't, what's God's will for my life? I don't know what God's purpose is. Paul tells us right there, here's, here's God's will for your life. Rejoice always. Pray continually and give thanks in all circumstances. Well, what's God's will for my life? To rejoice, to pray give thanks. That's God's will. That's what Paul says. He says, this is the, this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And I want to focus really, if you've never memorized scripture, those two words, pray continually, that's verse 17. So there you go. Memorize that. Pray continually. You've memorized your first scripture. Congratulations. First Thessalonians chapter five, verse 17 says, pray continually. And so I know like, well, how do I do that? Like, do I just have to, gosh, do I just, end all of the activity in my life? Do I just stop and, and, and kneel down and just never get off my knees and just continually pray before God, just have this ongoing, never-ending conversation? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think, I think pray continually uh, is, the, is the same thing that we said that makes the church alive. It's when we pray first. When we pray first, in every situation, we pray first. We wake up in the morning before our feet hit the floor. We just say, good morning, Lord. I dedicate this day to you. I pray first. When I start my day, I pray first. When I'm going to bed, before I close my eyes, I pray before I go to sleep. Lord, thank you for this day. It may have been up. It may have been down. But I appreciate you being there with me. We pray first before we go to sleep. We, we, we pray first, you know, before you eat a meal. Most of us do what? We Pray first, right? This little interactive part. You, I, I look at you and you say, pray first, right? Before, before you walk into that appointment at your office, what are you going to do? You're going to pray first. Lord, before I take this phone call, before I take this meeting, God, I just want to, I want to dedicate the next 10 minutes to you. This meeting that I'm about to walk in, God, I pray that you bless it and help me make loads of money through it in Jesus' name. Amen, right? Like I'm going to pray first. Before you send your kids off to school in the morning, you're going to pray first. Lord, I just, right now, I just bless my kids. As they go to school, they're going to be a leader anointed by Jesus Christ to point people to him. God, I pray that you bless their education. You give them supernatural retention and their knowledge. And God, if they have to take a test today, I pray, God, when they start, the peace of God will just rest upon them. In Jesus' name, get on the, get on the bus, all right? You're going to pray first. I'm going to pray first. In every situation, I'm going to pray first. Before I respond to that email, I'm going to pray first. 
before I post on Facebook, I'm going to... Some of y'all need to pray first <laughs> before you post that on, on Facebook. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray first before I, before I send that Instagram story. I'm going to pray first. God, do, do you want... Lord, Lord, I, I just want to submit everything to you. God, I want to bring you into every situation. I want to pray first. If you've been around here long, you know that one of the things I say about prayer is that prayer is our first response, not our last resort. A lot of times it's like our, our attitude towards prayer is, well, all I've got left is prayer. Like, all I can do now is to pray. That's such a bad theological decision. Prayer is not our, our act of last resort desperation. It's our first response to anything. Why? Because as God's people in the church that is alive, when God's people do what? When we pray first. When we pray first. Most of us act first and then pray to ask God to bail us out of a bad decision. Whereas if we would have prayed first, given God a place in our life to speak to us, maybe something different would have happened. So that's about all I really want to say about prayer today. And I want to, I want to take the next, you know, 20, 25 minutes. Some of you have never prayed that long in your life. And today, this is going to be great. This is going to be a first for you. You're going to, you're going to find that I can do this. I can, I can pray over an extended period of time. And I won't just be repeating the same thing over and over. This is going to be awesome for you. And what I want to do in our prayer guide, one of the methods that we've laid out is called tabernacle prayer. And what it is, is it's basically, let's go to the next slide. Yeah, this is a diagram of the Old Testament tabernacle. And what tabernacle prayer is, is it just takes this diagram because it says as people and eventually the priest would enter into the tabernacle, there were basically seven steps on the way to the very heart of the presence of God. First, you would enter into the outer court. Then the next piece of furniture, the first piece of furniture you would pass by is the brazen altar. We're going to talk about these things while we're praying. Then you would come to the labor, which was just a bowl of water. Then you would enter, enter into the, uh, the, 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 holy, the, the, the holy place. And, and the first thing you see is the candlestick. And then there would be the table of showbread. Then you, would, uh, then you would go by the altar of incense. And it's another piece of furniture. And then finally you would enter into the holy of holies where the Ark of the Covenant was, where the very presence of God resided. It's what, what the, the, the Jewish people believe is that the, 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 basically the Ark of the Covenant had these two like heavenly creatures, kind of like angels, seraphim, right? Like, hover, like, like built over top of this big, huge box, right? And their wings stretched forward. And what they believed is that the tangible presence of God lived right there. And so they would enter into that, but they went through these series of steps. Now, before, before you think this is a legalistic thing, this isn't a legalistic thing, okay? You don't have to pray this way because the reality is Jesus, Jesus changed everything. When he, when he came and lived and died, it says that when, when he died on the cross, he ripped the, the veil, the thing that separated everybody but the priest from going into the, 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 the Holy of Holies. And now you and I, we don't have to go through any protocol at any moment of the day we can step into the presence of God through Jesus Christ. He has made that available to us. But what this is, is this is just a beautiful pattern. In other words, we can look at this and say, you know what? I think God likes it when we, when, when occasionally we just go through these steps. I think God likes it when we spend some time in the outer court just giving him thanksgiving and praise for, who, for, for what he's done in our lives. I think God likes it when we, when we wash ourselves with the water and, and cleanse and repent in prayer. I think God likes it, okay? So, so this isn't like, I don't want you to think this is some kind of legalistic 
we have to do it this way. No, 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 no. This is just a way. This is a way of structuring your prayer so that you're not spending 30 seconds repeating the same thing over and over and then finishing and be like, I didn't really get anything out of that. This is just a way. In that prayer guide, again, available at verticalchurch.tv, resources tab, prayer. You can download it right there. You keep it on your phone. There's several of these in there that just gives you, hey, pray this. Think about this. Read this scripture. So here's what we're going to do this morning. I'm going to start praying, and we're going to begin in the outer court, okay? And I'm going to, I'm going to lead you and guide you, and I want you to participate, okay? If you've never prayed out loud this morning, I'm going to challenge you to pray in a whisper, okay? Let a little bit of voice just come out of your mouth, okay? If you're comfortable praying out loud, let it rip. Okay, just, just let it rip and pray, and I will lead you and guide you. On the screen, you'll see basically what is also seen in the prayer guide. A little bit less information because there's, there's more ideas. Hey, you might want to pray this in this part. You might want to ask God for this in this part, okay? And so um, I was going to wait till the end to do this, but I just felt the Lord tell me, like, say it now. Here's why we're doing this, okay? We as a church will never go corporately where we refuse to go privately. We want the move of God to, 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 to move and the breath of God to blow through our church. That won't happen corporately until it happens privately. Some of us as parents want God to rest upon our children and our children have a vibrant, active relationship with God. If you are not passionately pursuing Jesus, your kids never will. They will not exceed your, your level of pursuit of God. If you are lackadaisical in your relationship with Him, your kids won't, won't, won't pass you. But if you are active, passionately pursuing God, you give them a foundation to, to, to start from, shoulders to stand on, and they'll go, they'll go beyond you in their relationship with God. That's why we're doing this, because we'll never go corporately where we can't go privately. And so I want you to go here privately. It might be in your life, it might be 10 minutes, it might be five minutes a day that you just go through this. But I want you to go there privately because as we go there privately, God will bring us there corporately. So let's just start praying. We, we enter into the outer court. Psalm chapter 100 verse 4 says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. So that's where we begin. Are you thankful for anything this morning? Would you just tell God, Lord, I thank you, God, for this life that you've given me. God, I thank you for the blessings that you've poured into my life. I thank you for this church, God. Go ahead, just tell him what you're thankful for. The things that he's done in your life, the blessings that he's, that he's given you in your life. I'm thankful, God, for my job this morning. I'm thankful that I can, that, that I can pursue what you've called me to do here in this church. God, I thank you, Lord, that, that, that I have this opportunity. I thank you for this day, God, this breath of, of, of life that I have. Lord, I wasn't guaranteed when I woke up this morning that my eyes would open, God, but you saw it fit, Lord, and I just want to enter in. Come on, let's, let's enter into his presence with thanksgiving and praise on our lips. Thanksgiving is when we thank God for what he's 
done. So just, just tell him, Lord, we thank you for this movie theater. God, when they built this thing, they didn't know that years later, a church was going to set up shop in auditoriums four, three, two, and one and point people to Jesus. But they did it anyway, not realizing they were following the direction of the Lord for our church. We thank you, God, for this movie theater. God, I thank you for these seats here that we can sit in. We don't have to sit on the floor, God. We can sit in, in, in seats and, 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 and hear from you and, and grow in our relationship with you. God, I thank you. Lord, I thank you for the management here at Regal. God, I thank you for Tony and Jeff and how they're so helpful, God, to work with us. And, 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 and basically, God, they bend over backwards to help us do things. I thank you for the partnership that we have here, God. I, I, I just thank you for what you're doing in the lives of men and women. God, I thank you for my family. I thank you, God, for 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 all of your all all of your blessings, God. Lord, I just thank you. Can you just can you just express your gratitude to Him this morning? Let's enter His presence with thanksgiving on our lips. That's what that's what they would do. Is they entered the the outer court. They would they would just begin thanking God for what He's done in their life. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for what you've done, God. I thank you for my vehicle. Lord, it runs and it gets me where I need to go, God. I recognize that everything that I have, every material thing that I have, God, is a gift from you, Lord. Everything I have is a gift from you. I thank you, God. I thank you, God. I, I enter into your presence with thanksgiving, Lord. Enter into your courts, God, with praise. The next thing, the very first thing they would come to, the first piece of furniture was the brazen altar. It was the place of sacrifice. It would be the place where people would bring their 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 offering or their sacrifice for their to, to atone for their for their sin. But what we realize is that Jesus is our sacrifice. So as we come by the brazen altar, can we just spend a few minutes thanking God for Jesus? Thanking God for the cross of Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you for Jesus. You didn't have to send him, but you did. Lord, you could have given up on us, but you sent your son, Jesus. You didn't send, you didn't send a servant. You didn't send a slave. You sent your son, your, your, your precious son. And you sent him and he lived and he died, God. And I thank you for the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. And today, God, I want to receive every benefit of what Jesus has done for me. Psalm 103 verses 2 through 5 says, Lord, that we are to praise you, our soul, and forget not all your benefits. Lord, you forgive all of our sin. Today in Jesus, God, I thank you that I'm forgiven. I thank you that you have wiped away every sin in my life. I thank you, God, that you have forgiven me through your blood. Lord, we are not dependent upon the blood of goats and bulls, God, but we are dependent upon the blood of Jesus in our lives who has made an everlasting sacrifice and covenant for us, God, for the forgiveness of our sins. Lord, you have taken my sins, my bad decisions, my mistakes, my sins of omission and commission, God, and you have removed them from me and separated me from them as far as the east is from the west, and I am clean. I thank you, God for your forgiveness, Lord. It says that you heal all of our diseases. I thank you, God, that cancer has to bow in the presence of Jesus Christ. I thank you, God, that heart disease has to bow at the name of Jesus Christ because, Jesus, when you went to the cross, you bore our healing on your shoulders. And when you died and resurrected, you came holding the keys to death, hell, and the grave. And you are the champion over every disease, God. So every disease is healed.
healed in the name of Jesus. I might not be healed right now, but I know where my healing is, Lord, and it is in you, Jesus. God, I thank you for your healing. Lord, I thank you for redeeming my life from the pit. Every time I've been knocked down low, every pit I've found myself in, every pit of despair, God, you have redeemed me through your son. Jesus, when I was at my lowest, you reached down and you said, there's something of worth there. I'm going to redeem that. When I was losing my mind, God, you said, you said, I love you. I care for you. You can cast all of that worry and anxiety on me. Lord, I thank you, Jesus, for redeeming my life from the pit. Lord, I thank you for crowning me with, with love and compassion. God, I thank you for transforming my life, Lord. The love that you've shed in me is the victory of Jesus Christ in my life, God. I thank you for giving me the victory. I thank you for the victory over every battle, over every fight. You crown me with love and compassion, God. Lord, you satisfy my every desire with good things. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for your blessing, God. Lord, I, want to, I just want to receive your blessing on my life. I thank you, God. I, I want to receive the blessing that you have on my family, God. Satisfying my family with every good thing. Renewing, our, renewing my youth like the eagle, God. I can take flight and soar when I'm in you. Jesus, I thank you. We receive the blessings you have for this church, God. worship on our lips, we come to the, the laver, the bowl of water, which is a place of cleansing and preparation. Every day, it's a, it's a great idea to just, to just check your heart and motives. Invite God into, into your heart, into your motives, and, and just surrender your life. Matter of fact, right now, where you're sitting, would you just do this? Would you just, would you just palms up. Just, just lay your palms up. You may want to lay them on your, on your lap, on your legs. You may want to lift your hands up and just say, God, here I am. Change me. Work in me, God. Lord, I want to invite you to point out any bad attitude, any attitudes of pride and arrogance. God, I invite you to show me what they are. Lord, I come to the, I come to the labor. I come to the cleansing water. And I, I show me, Lord, show me addictions that are not pleasing to you. Show me actions that I've done today that, that, that are not pleasing to you, God. Put a finger on some area in my life that needs changed. Lord, and as soon as you do, I'll repent. I'll repent, God. I'll, I'll repent and invite you to cleanse me, God. You may, want, you, you may want to take this time and just offer your body to Jesus. God, I, I offer you this morning. I offer you my tongue, God. Let every word that comes out of my mouth be acceptable in your sight. God, I want to speak good and not evil. Lord, I ask that you would guard my mouth. Sometimes I say words that are hurtful and offensive, God. And today, I want to start my day off by surrendering my tongue to you. I just want, to, I want you to cleanse it, God. I want to speak life and not death. I want to speak blessing and not cursing. God, I want to speak hope and not despair. Lord, I, I surrender to you my eyes, God. I pray that I every person I look upon, I would see them with your eyes. God, I pray that you would give me the eyes of Jesus to see the world like you do. God, I surrender my eyes that I might not look on anything that would cause lust in my heart. Lord, I surrender my eyes to you. I surrender them to you, God. 
I surrender my ears to you, God. May I hear your voice speaking. I just, Lord, Scripture says that, 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 that we are your sheep, and a sheep recognizes the voice of the shepherd. Lord, I surrender my ears to you to hear your voice today. In all of my life, in any moment of my day, God, if you want to speak, Lord, my ears, I want them to be open. Lord, I surrender my hands to you today, God. I want, I want to do good. I pray, God, that the actions of my hands would, would cause good in the world and not, not evil, not ugly, God. Lord, what I, what I go to work and do today, God, I pray, that, I pray that you would use that in some form or fashion to bring out good in the world. Lord, I surrender my work to you. Whatever, you, whatever your occupation, if, if you're a, a CEO of a, of a multinational corporation or you're, a, you, you're a, a soccer coach that you volunteer for, I just pray, I, I want you to right now just say, God, I surrender my work to you. I surrender the work of my hands to you, God. I want to see you working through me, God. I surrender my feet. I pray that everywhere that I go, God, that I would walk in your steps. Lord, Scripture says that the steps of a righteous man or woman are ordered by God. Lord, I surrender my feet to take only steps that you order. Lord, I want to be, I want to, I want to be a good follower and only step where you step. Only go where you go. You may want to spend time right here just asking God for the fruit of the Spirit in your life. Lord, I pray that, that, that God love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, gentleness, kindness. Uh, faithfulness and self-control, Lord, would be evident in my life. You might find that you you just you you ask God to let one of those a day. Today, God, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you for the fruit of peace, God. That flowing out of my spirit would just be a peaceful a peaceful presence. Every room that I walk in today, God, the peace of God would flow into that. Sometimes what I do is I just I just. I have a playlist playing in the background of just instrumental music, but sometimes I'll cue up a song that just has some words, and I'll, I'll pause between steps just to sing a worship song to God. So let's do that this morning. Let's just sing a chorus of something together as a church, whatever whatever Pastor Hope starts playing and singing, and, and the words will be on the screen. Uh, and, and let's just sing that before God as we, as we just continue to invite Him to cleanse us and prepare us for what He's doing in our lives. Lord, we worship we love yes. you. Can you just sing that? That's so simple. Oh, how we love, we love you, Jesus. You. We love you, Jesus. You are the one We love you, Jesus. So being cleansed. 
by the water. The next step would be to walk to, to pass by the seven-pronged candlestick, which is we understand to be symbolic of the Holy Spirit. And I just want to I want to ask you right now just to invite the Holy Spirit of God to fill your life. Invite him to fill your life. Lord, we invite you, Holy Spirit, to fill us afresh and anew here today, God, as we as we remember the step of the candlestick, the symbol of the Spirit of God. We invite you. We open up room. Can you just do that in your life? Just say, just say, Holy Spirit, speak to him directly. Say, Holy Spirit, I open up life, open up room in my life for you. Would you feel me today? I don't want to take a, I don't want to make a move. I don't want to take a step. I don't want to make a decision without your presence filling my life. Lord, I want to be so full of the Holy Spirit that I'm overflowing. God, when I meet people that the Spirit is literally splashing out of me onto them. They don't know. They may not have words for it. They may not understand God. But I just, I just want to, I want to invite you to so fill me overflowing that that other people can't help but 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 be exposed to your goodness and your grace because, because I'm overflowing with the Spirit. Just invite Him. Invite Him to dwell inside of you. If you've never, if you've never received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, just invite Him. Say, say, Holy Spirit, I invite you to fill me for the very first time. You may, you may pray that every morning. I just invite you, Holy Spirit. Fill my life. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 14, verse 1, to eagerly desire the gifts of the Spirit. As you, as you t- take that step of the candlestick, you may just want to say, Holy Spirit, I invite you. I ask you to pour out your gifts in my life. Whatever gift you have for me, I want to receive it. Gifts of prophecy, serving, teaching, giving, gifts of leadership, Words of wisdom, words of knowledge, faith, healing, miracles, tongues, interpretation of tongues, whatever you've got, Holy Spirit, flow through me. I want to be an open vessel for you. Any gift you got, God, I'll take it. I invite you, God, to to, to release the gifts of the Holy Spirit in our church. Here today, God, let your gifts flow, God. Let there be words of wisdom and and, and words of knowledge, God. Let faith arise as a gift in our hearts, Lord. We pray for gifts of healing, gifts of miracles, gifts of leadership, God. Lord, I pray for our leaders and our volunteers and our servants, God. I pray that you would give them the gift of leadership, the gift of teaching, the gift of serving, God, the gift of prophecy. Let it rip in our worship experience, God. Let it loose in our church. Lord, we invite you. We make room for you. As they go by the as they go by the candlestick, the next piece of furniture will be the table of showbread with 12 loaves of bread on it representing the word of God. And this is a great time in your in your prayer and as you go through these steps just to open up your Bible and spend a moment praying. You might be on a reading plan. You might be reading a chapter, two chapters. You might be on a verse a day. This is a great time to just read that verse and meditate on it. Joshua 1.8 says to keep this book of the law always on your lips, to meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. God, this fall, we want to follow your word. We want to live by your word. We want to make a renewed commitment to taking in your word. Lord, I pray that when we read, there would be fresh revelation. 
God, I pray that when I read the Bible, Lord, that it would be like words leaping off the page into my heart, God, that you would give me fresh revelation. reading a verse of the day, it might be a, there might be a promise in it, like in Deuteronomy chapter 28 that says the Lord will make you the head and not the tail if you pay attention to the commands of the Lord your God that I give you this day and carefully follow them. You will always be at the top and never at the bottom. Today, God, as I stop by the table of showbread, God, I just want to lay hold of that, God. I am the head. I am not the tail. I am at the top. I am not at the bottom. I don't have to that. I don't have to walk in that. God, I am who you said I am. God, you can make all grace available to me so that in every moment, in every day, having everything that I need, I may abound. God, I lay hold to that promise in your word. Thank you, Jesus. Then right near the entrance to the Holy of Holies was a small altar burning incense. And it was the final step until the priest would enter the very presence of God. And this, this incense, in fact, Revelation says that this altar of incense combines with the prayers of the saints of God to, to be a sweet aroma to God. Lord, would you just let my life today come up before you like a sweet fragrance? Before we, before we step into the Holy of Holies and begin making intercession for others, God, Lord, we just want to pause and worship you one more time. A lot of times when I'm when I'm at this point, if I'm following this pattern, if I've been standing, if I've been pacing, I'll just pause. I'll pause and I'll kneel down and I'll spend just a moment worshiping God for who He is. You see, Thanksgiving is worshiping God for what He does. But now I want to worship God for His nature. For his revealed nature. And a lot of the, one, of the, one of the best ways to do that is just to go through the names of God. Scripture says, God, that you are, you are the Lord, my righteousness. God, I thank you. I thank you that you are righteous, God. I thank you that you have, that you have given righteousness to me. Lord, Scripture says that you are Jehovah Shalom, the Lord, my peace. God, I thank you. Every time I'm in turmoil, every time my mind is in chaos and I feel fear creeping up on me and anxiety attempting to overwhelm me, I thank you that you are my peace. And my peace is steadfast. Psalm 23 says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. God, I thank you for being my shepherd. Lord, I thank you for leading me and guiding me. Lord, you always bring me to the greenest pastures because you're a good shepherd. You're a good shepherd, God, and, and, and as a sheep, I can trust your voice. Lord, today I worship you because you are my shepherd. Lord, you are Jehovah Nisi. You are, the, you are the banner of victory over my life. God, I thank you that in you I have victory over every addiction, yeah. over, yeah. Every, over every temptation that the enemy is going to try to throw at me today. In you, Jesus, I have victory. I thank you. I worship you, God, because you are my victory. You are the God who's always there. God, I worship you. I worship you because you're always there. God, can we just worship him in this moment? In this moment, let's just sing that chorus together. I give you all my worship, God. Just worship him for who he is. Lord, I give you my worship today. 
pray for the pray for the Lord to just anoint them and bless them and use them. God, I pray, Lord, for our church. God, I pray for the vision and the mission that you've given us here, God. I pray for our leaders. God, I pray for our directional leadership team. I pray for Curtis, God. I pray that you would watch over his family. God, I pray that you would bless him. Give him insight, God. Give him opportunity to point people to you. I pray for Michael and his family, God. I pray that your Holy Spirit would dwell in their home. I pray when they go and walk through the through the threshold of their home this morning, God, that there would be a, a supernatural change in the atmosphere. God, I pray for Michelle. God, I pray that you would bless her, anoint her, God. Lord, as she moves forward in what you've called her to do, God, I pray that you would use her to be a light and a witness in the world of darkness, God. I pray for Johan, Lord. I pray for supernatural blessings upon his life, God. I pray for the gifts of the Spirit to flow through him like he's never experienced before. Lord, I pray for our volunteers. Come on, can we just give 30 seconds to the volunteers of Vertical Church, Lord? I pray for every person who dedicates and sacrifices time, energy, sweat, creativity to make this church happen. Lord, I pray that you would bless them. I pray that promise would rest upon them. They are the head and they are not the tail. They are at the top and they are not at the bottom. God, I pray that you would anoint them for the purpose that you have created them. God, I pray for supernatural blessing. God, where there's lack in their life, I pray for provision, God. I pray for fresh revelation in them, Lord. Lord, I pray for the pastors of his church. I pray for Pastor Brian, Pastor Kelly, their family. I pray, God, that there would be a supernatural hedge of protection around them. I pray for their kids, Lord. I pray that as they grow and mature in you, Lord, that there would be such a unity in their family, God, that there would be a force for the kingdom of God and the people would come to seek them out for their knowledge and their advice, God. Lord, I pray. And then, and then I move to our city and I start praying for our city. I say, God, would you bless our mayor? God, would you bless our mayor as he as he makes decisions, God, and, and, and helps chart out the course of this city. I pray that you would bless him. I pray, God, for Chesapeake and Virginia Beach and Norfolk and Portsmouth and Suffolk and Hampton and Newport News, God, this whole area called Hampton Roads, Lord, I pray that for, for the leaders of these cities, God, I pray for managers and, 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 and board members, God, I pray that you would bless them and lead them and guide them. Lord, I pray for revival to break out in our cities. Hampton Roads, God, this is, this is, a, this is a birthplace of revival. Lord, in the spirit, we wage war for this geographical location. God, let it be an ember burning for you. Lord, I pray for the state. God, I pray for the governor. I pray for our state senators, God. We lift them up before you. Lead them and guide them. Let them have the mind of Christ. I pray for our president, representatives in Congress, senators. and God, I pray that they would have them. I pray they'd have wise counsel around them. God, I pray that you would bless them. Give them wisdom, God. As they, as they lead this, as they lead our nation. God, I pray for the world. Lord, I, I pray for conflicts taking place all around the world. I pray for Syria, God, which has been ravaged by war. God, I pray for the peace of God to rest upon that area. Come on, come on. Your prayers are effective. You might think, well, that's silly that I'm praying for something on the other side of the world. No, 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 no. You're waging war in the spirit. Lord, I, I speak peace into that land that has never known peace for years. We, we, we speak peace into Syria, God, for refugees 
who are seeking who are seeking uh, safety God I pray that that they would find safety and security God and then finally having brought everything else to him just go ahead and make your own request known right now if there's something you need God to do for you just bring it to him ask him Father we bring to you our needs and our requests this morning We've put others ahead of ourselves. Before we wrap up, God, there are a couple things we'd like to bring to your attention. We know you already know them, but you've asked us to bring you our cares and to cast them upon you because you care for us. So we do that. Whatever you need this morning, would you just tell him, would you just tell him, say, Father, Father, there's this lack in my life. Lord, there's this, there's this doctor's appointment that I've got to go to. I'm real nervous about. God, there's this promotion that, that I really feel like would be a blessing to me and my family. Lord, would you give me favor when I walk into that appointment? God, would you give me the words to say, Lord, at this project that I just got, Lord, I don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know the way forward. Lord, would you just give creativity to my mind? Give me fresh eyes to see this thing, to see some new connection that I've missed. Whatever your need is, just bring it before him. Lord, my parents are sick. They need healing. Lord, I'm sick. I need healing. God, would you just bring healing to my life? And I always like to end every prayer, not not end it on a note of, of asking, but just one more time, God, not to us, but to you. Lord, let all my worship rise up to you. God, I pray that that, that everywhere I go today, people would see Jesus high and lifted up. Go ahead, just reflect everything that you have back to him. Lord, we thank you, Jesus. What a beautiful name it is. Thank you, Jesus.
because we'll never go corporately where we don't go privately. And if we want the presence of God to be real and thick in our church, we got to go there privately. And I believe with praying first. The church is alive when God's people pray first. Before I wrap up this morning, I want to give you a couple of resources. Obviously, um, the, the prayer guide that's available at verticalchurch.tv is a great resource. Uh, make use of that. That's there. That'll be there until Jesus comes back, hopefully. Um, also, there's a couple of uh, three albums that I have on my uh, Apple Music, just always queued up. They're instrumental albums. Uh, these are just music resources. Uh, they're from... Uh, Bethel Music, we play a ton of their songs in worship, and so these are just instrumental albums, because a lot of times I like to pray with just music in the background, but no words, because sometimes the words distract me. I, I, get my, I lose attention, and I kind of lose focus what I'm doing. And so these are three albums. They're all available uh, on YouTube, or they're available on Apple Music, or Spotify, and they're just great to have in the background of what you're doing as you pray. The last thing, of course, is today is day 21 of our 21 days of prayer. And I want to just give you what I believe is a word of wisdom. If you've been participating with us, uh, some of the biggest spiritual battles that I've ever fought have been just on the other side of the season of prayer and fasting. I don't want you to be unaware of that. Okay, I want, you to, uh, I want you to be aware. Don't let your guard down. It's real easy to end something like this, let your guard down, and then be smacked and not realize it's coming, okay? So don't, don't let your guard down. Be aware. Be a day 22 kind of person. Just take what we did today, apply it to tomorrow, and run with it, all right? It'll be great for you, your family, and our church. Thank you so much for joining us today. We always appreciate hearing how God is moving in your life. We all have a story to tell, and we'd love to hear yours. Please visit verticalchurch.tv and click on the little pencil icon called Amen Corner to tell us your story. Also, if you'd like to support the ministry of Vertical Church financially, you can do so by clicking the giving link at verticalchurch.tv. Thank you again for taking the time to join us as we point those far from God to life in Jesus.